Everybody, there I am. Hi. Sorry, we are back, and uh, we're back to our normal theme for now until Christmas starts. Cause October, Halloween, and October, I guess, is over. It's all. Uh, so it, that's you get what three, four weeks, maybe. Well, you get more. You really got to start celebrating the holiday after the Fourth of July. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So. No, I meant a uh, regular theme before the Christmas kicks in. Oh, oh, yeah. No, it's um, yeah. not many shows. Just kind of terrifying. Just kind of, you know, you got how much Christmas shopping have you done for your little ones so far? Uh, Quite a bit, actually. Oh, I thought you would say zero, but. No, no, we try to knock it all out before Thanksgiving even comes. What about the Black Friday? Isn't that still a thing? Uh, you're not really getting that much out of it. Like, uh, usually we her birthday is in February, so if we get anything decent there, it just goes towards her birthday. Hmm. It's a lot less stressful not to have to count on that. Gotcha. We have a. I use it as an excuse to just go mall drinking. Well, yeah. We have uh, this week, next week, uh, the week after, even though the week. The eleven fifteen is kind of a pre-Christmas Christmas show because we're we're talking everything about the Home Alone franchise, Ooh. Christmas movies. Then giving mm-hmm. so we have uh, the fish show tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very excited. One of our animal shows. Uh, Childhood guilty pleasures two next week. Hopefully we can find ten more of those. Everything Home Alone on the fifteenth. Then it's our annual giving thanks show, and then the last. Uh, Wednesday in November starts our Christmas shows, which uh, hmm. will be Christmas before and after the rad years. Then uh, hmm. we'll be dissecting old Christmas photos, just like we did for our birthdays, like I did last week for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my picks. <laughs> uh, I should start getting a mama squeezer about those now. Yeah, yeah, you have. I always end up like the night before. You have a okay. month and five days, so... That's twelve six. I have like maybe this will be a good excuse for me to. I have like five boxes of my dad's shit that's piled up next to me in the basement here, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure two of those are just photo albums. Right. We're both not going out for state football this year again because of the Phantoms. Nope. Yep. So we don't have to do it early. We'll be able to do it that night. So you have nice. You have the proper time frame, and then um, I lost my. Okay, then we uh, retro Christmas commercials three, which I feel like. How did we only do two? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's not three. Maybe it's like seven. Uh, <laughs> then uh, actually, this month is our seventh anniversary, by the way, or six. Oh, ha- six or seven? Yeah. Oh. Math wait. it for me, Squeezer. Two thousand seven. Sixteen. We started in sixteen. Yeah. So it's the start of our seventh year, right? Yeah. And. Nearly every week. It's kind of ridiculous to think about it. Yeah, we're almost up to... Dare four... I say unnecessary. Well, uh, no, say it, because it is. 
Uh, it's completely unnecessary. Right. Uh, then the 20th is our last show of the holiday Ever. season. <laughs> Could be. Could be. You don't know. Yeah, you never know when we say something so dumb that right. even you guys are like. No, it could just be like, all right, this has been fun, but you know, we will. I don't know. I really, what else would I do with the time? Yeah, no, it keeps me sane. It keeps me grounded. Grounded. Yeah, you know, bringing something to the people. I don't know how it keeps you, you grounded. You lowly. You know. So to- the- crawling <laughs> through the muck and mire, listening to our word. <laughs> the twentieth every day. Yeah, the, the muck and mire. Sure, have you been stealing Dan's thesaurus? <laughs> uh, that, those are wait, those are only one syllable each. <laughs> muck and mire? Isn't one word? Muck. Mire. Oh, it's two. Yeah, it's two words. Muck and mire is. Uh, I was gonna. I was trying to try to make a joke, and I just didn't have anything. Mm. So, yeah. Rather than make an ass of myself, uh, in the end, I'll just cut myself off now and admit I'm an ass. Uh, Sorry. Uh, My sister and her husband are looking at a house in our neighborhood, and they're asking questions. Uh, Does someone already, like, are the people that living there like calling the cops? Like, there's someone looking at our house. No, actually, uh, I had to go see it today for her because they're up in New York. Ah. So I was her eyes, ears, and nose today. You know, you don't want to move into a stinky house. No. Um. Then it's uh, on the twentieth is our Christmas vacation watch along, mm-hmm. which we've been doing. We'll have all new facts for you to. <sighs> I'm going to try to do something different this time, and it's going to be oh. a surprise. You're what... going to do the show with pants on. <laughs> Never. No, what I'm bringing to the table to talk about. Oh, okay. Some, some for, it, you'll be able to talk with me about it, but I'm going okay. to bring to get a topic that will give us something to talk about for even because <laughs> we watch this movie with, with our fans for how many yeah, years? Uh, this will be seven years. No, no, we didn't do it. Did we do it the first year? No, No, we didn't. I don't even think we did it the second year. Mm. I believe it was the third year. we talked about it. Well, yeah, we we fucking talked about it. The first show we did was Everything Christmas Vacation. Like what we talked about, like we're doing everything. I I thought the first season of... It's no, we didn't. Trust me when I say I just keep trying to talk over you. No, get, go ahead and do it. That's but, what we do every week. No, we did the uh, uh, Christmas Vacation Die Hard episode, right? Nope. The Die Hard episode was R-rated uh, Christmas movies. Well, like adult Christmas movies. So it was it was like um, Batman Returns, Die Hard, and Christmas oh, movies like, that weren't Christmas movies. Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Anything else you want to throw out there that we did? No, it? I don't know. I'm good. Well, let me tell you exactly. I mean, we could just look it up. But... That's what I'm doing right now. Oh, look at that. Looking up what we so did on the radio. No, this is going to be a segment. If you are, can't get enough of our Christmas content, and if it's November 1 and you're in the Christmas spirit, and you want to get yourself, I don't know, either taken out of the Christmas spirit or deeper in, it depends on your viewpoint, you can go back and listen to our archival Christmas shows. 
So the first. I'm like the ghost of Christmas fat. The first year we only did looks like two um, because we just started. So our first show was the 89 Batman figures. Show two. Uh, show, oh, show one was 11.5. So we're almost, we're almost right on the anniversary. Oh. Show two, 11.16, Saturday morning cartoons and Nintendo memories, WWF memories. Kenner Toy Lines, top 10 favorite. Then we did broke down Wishbook 92, top 10 wished for items. Then uh, it was Christmas cartoon specials of the 80s and 90s. That was 2016's Christmas shows. Then I'm going to scroll through a whole bunch. And this was when we did the, our first full-on Christmas season. We did our first Giving Thanks show, which was in 2017. So this, w- this will be our sixth, right? Yeah. Uh, then our, our classic Christmas music. Then uh, Blake Harris joined us, who wrote Console Wars, a great book about uh, Sega and Nintendo battling for uh, defining a generation. Then Star Wars memory. So we didn't just do, because that was when Force Awakens was about to come. No, 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 not Force Awakens. The Last Jedi. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Wait. And then it was. And then Christmas memory, because that's when we did our first video show downstairs, and our mm-hmm. last video show. First and last, yeah. So yeah, we only did two Christmas shows that episode, classic Christmas music and Christmas memories. And then we did the Die Hard Gremlins Batman Return show on the 29th. Ah, there you go. Then we get in the 2018 squeezer. And coming around to Christmas 2018. Uh, okay, Halloween, spooky songs, remembering malls, giving thanks part two was 2018. Then retro Christmas movies. I guess it was part two. (laughs) (laughs) More Christmas memories, Christmas junk food, and best Christmas presents. And then we did our first in 2018. So I was right. It was our year three, our Christmas vacation. And we just broke down our favorite things from Christmas vacation. We didn't watch it long. Okay. So that was 2018. And then uh, 2019 was our first watch along. It had, well, it had to be because and that was like two months before the world shut down. Yeah, we did Tim Curry is Horrifying that year in 2019. Oh. That was Giving Thanks 3, then Sears Wishbook 89, Christmas Memories 3, Christmas Cartoon Specials 2, and our first Christmas vacation watch along. Then it was like, holy shit, a lot of shows because we had nothing else to do. <laughs> so our we're a little disproportionate in 2020. The amount of shows we did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, as per usual. Uh, Giving Thanks 4 was in 2020. Then Retro Christmas Music 2. So that was 2 in 2020. Keep track. More okay. Christmas TV specials and movies. Christmas Memories 4, and the Christmas Vacation Watch Along 2020. All right, now we're going into 2021. Archives. At least we're talking about the rat years. <laughs> you got to give us that. Um, okay, thankful. Another thankful show. Or, uh, retro Christmas commercials. Retro Christmas music 3. So this isn't 3. 
Oh, no, no. Retro Christmas. Yeah. No, yeah, right. Our first retro Christmas... Com- I, I thought we were doing music. Our first retro Christmas commercials was in 2021, Squeezer. Huh. Yeah. Can't believe it took that long. Yeah. So, Retro Christmas Music 3, Sears Wishbook 1986, and our Christmas Vacation Watch Along 3. So, that's 21. Now we're in 22, which was last year. Uh, and then, yeah, we have um, Thankful 22, Retro Christmas Commercials 2. Mm, see, this is last year. Retro Christmas TV, Christmas Vacation. We only did three shows last year. Uh, there's a reason for that. Looks like it was just a shortened season. We're starting early this year. Uh, the one year we got five shows in. This year we got was three. I, was I sick? No, it's 12-8, 12-15, and 12-22. Those are all seven days apart. Huh. We would have missed. Yeah, we would have missed 12-1. Yeah, must have been sick. Hmm. Someone Or me sick or you sick. Someone was sick. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Let's see. And listen, don't count on us being healthy this year either. We're sick boys. We don't take care of ourselves. We don't get enough sleep. And that's a fact. We uh, drink like uh, semen. Um, uh, what? So that would have been the 30th, right? Well, November 30th. No, what the, days we did? We the, did a... The first. 14th? The 8th, the 15th, and the 22nd. Oh, were we doing shows on Tuesdays back then? No, this was last year. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm looking at December 2022. Oh, the 8th. That's a that's a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, well, it posts on the Thursday. Oh, it posts. It posts, yeah. So, 8th, 15th, and 22. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just where Christmas landed. We missed we the didn't... show though. We we our show before that was the twenty third. Huh. So we didn't miss the show last year. So we didn't do one over Thanksgiving. Well, we did. That would have been like on. We did. We did the twenty third. Oh, twenty third. So that... But then the thirtieth. The thirtieth, which was the following we week. We didn't do a show. We didn't do a show. Gotcha. Which would have been posted the first. Yeah. All right. And you had a half day. I had a parent-teacher conference. Oh. And Ian was on vacation. Uh-huh. So, yeah, man, fuck him. What else we got? Oh, we did a soup kitchen shoot. Look at that. Look at that. Another youth Looking hockey Looking at our calendars. I had School of Rock on the show. Yeah. Wow, come up on a year of that. I'm about to give them a call. Oh, look at that. Um, I saw some news, but... I got our tree on the third. We're going to see uh, Santa on Sunday already, so... My fucking God. Yep. Uh, Mrs. Squeezer was at Coles today looking for wardrobe for said santa photo because we have to get them done because then we use the pictures for our family christmas cards um and uh coles uh 
was already playing Christmas music. So. No way. Well, they know their audience. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. We're, she was in there with her uh, uh, double mocha uh, pumpkin cold brew something or other. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Listen to listen to Christmas music and saving four hundred dollars on a shirt. So. <laughs> I, uh, no, I get it this year. I get it. Like I was ready for, um, I, even though I was, I was in, uh, I was on vacation till the first of October and I didn't get to decorate to the second. I kind of, I don't know, October kind of, uh, didn't go as fast as everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, I was ready for, I was ready. Like I took all my Halloween decorations down today. Uh, I was ready to, and then uh, the girls were very upset with me when they found out Ghosty, Ghost, and Bluey were coming down. Mm. Um, so I gave them one more day. Uh, I, expl- I tried to explain to them the uh, stigma of the Halloween decoration. They don't care. Like Christmas decorations, you can leave up. Halloween, pretty much get them down right away. Yeah, I got so I got them down, and uh, I went to uh, Wegmans. Um, and, uh, I got a, I bought a, a, a quart of uh, eggnog. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, they had it already. Damn. I'm glad I got my pumpkin beers in when I did. Well, pumpkin beer lasts longer than it used to anymore. Pumpkin beer will last almost until the new year. Yeah. Not and the then, same. and then like it's a the fall thing. And then the first week of the new year, the spring beers are out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm drinking a leftover Sam summer. Cause I bought a lot of it and listen, I'm not complaining. I love it. I got Sam summer now, even though it's 20 or 35 fucking degrees outside right now. How did it get so cold so quick? Um, yeah. Sucks. And it, you know what? If we were used to it, like I say, it'd be, if we were used to it, it'd be one thing. Like, okay, it's not that cold, but because it was 83 days ago, it feels a lot colder. It it was like four days ago, but... <laughs> Plus or minus 24 Plus hours. Plus or minus, It still yeah. went from 80 to 40. It was 80 on Saturday, yeah. And then yes. it progressively kicked us in the nuts slightly harder each day until we got to today. I went outside today in flip-flops to take my... Um, decorations down now water on them because it can't it can't go 24 hours without raining here in fucking the pacific northwest anymore and uh like a bunch of water from one of my fucking blow up decorations spilled on my foot and i thought i thought it was gangrenous (laughs) we're gonna have to amputate these boys uh but yeah so i I don't know I, i wanted it down and um i got a uh uh, a quart of eggnog and I got a uh, a, a pint of uh, vanilla or I don't know a, f- a fifth I'm sorry a fifth of uh, vanilla Crown Royal to mix into it. Oh, lovely! Yeah, nice. I am. Re- I'm ready. I'm ready for. The- let's get it going. Yeah, so am I. You let's know, make not- the- let's make this Christmas season like just long and drawn out and just you know what. I'm fine with that. I I I I'm I've always been okay with people starting on the first of November. That's fine. But I've never been like one. My, and I'm not. Listen, I'm not gonna start with the Christmas music. That's for sure. <laughs> but like, I went down to Target to look at the Christmas. I bought some these really 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 expensive lights for uh, our tree. Nice. nice. App controlled Phillips. They're only Ooh. sixty dollars. How much? Sixty. 
Oh. oh. When you think about Christmas tree lights, yeah, that are usually four dollars. Kinda... <laughs> yeah. Sixty is a lot, but you know they're gonna be cool. So yeah, we put away the indoor decorations today too. Uh, I have to track them all down because they kind of they get put out and then they kind of just become toys. Mm. So yeah, like that that little damn skeleton dog is uh, not going anywhere. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's gonna be out. Yeah, it's a toy now. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's. I was in Wegmans and Target today, November first. I'm going around and see. Even though it's De La Muerta, uh, we put out uh, on the La Fuenda, our our friend, Afuenda, the pictures of our loved ones. Oh. Enchantress is a little Mexican girl, so we got to celebrate oh. the holiday. We watched Coco, which fuck is still one of the best Pixar movies ever made. Have you watched it yet? No, still haven't seen it yet. That's see, that's something you have no excuse for because you can watch it with the kids. Yeah, they, no, they don't want to. Why don't they want to? It's fucking great. It, it's great for you, for an adult, because it's a, a deep and meaningful in a way. Um, yeah, but it's goofy it, and funny. They they'll love it. Uh, I'm telling you, it, they'll it love does it. Not and, interest them. I don't know how. I mean, man, even like. Jason Kelsey was talking like saying Coco's a big a big one on the, in their house and I was thinking yeah, how is Squeezer not watch this yet? They do not care. Just make them watch it. Uh, if I'm going to make them watch something, I'm going I have my picks. So. What's that raw? <laughs> oh yeah. Raw from 1997. I was already having a discussion with uh, Mrs. Squeezer about when she can watch Jurassic Park. I know she's only 7. Yeah, but like Coco's 10, a movie but... made for them. I don't care about that. I care about me. I but and my feelings. But you'll you will love it. It's fucking fantastic. The artwork well, alone is just worth its weight in gold. Yeah. See, that doesn't that they have no interest. That's not going. Yeah, I'm not. I'm saying for it. you, dummy. Ow, feelings. <laughs> you will like the artwork. They will like that it's a Pixar movie, and there's a dog with a big goofy tongue. You might like that, too. Oh, well, yeah. But why do that when we can watch the Doug from Upshort 30 times? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't blame them for that. No, it's fucking great. Yeah. But, yeah, if they like that, they'll like Coco. It's great. It is a heartbreaker, though, so, you know. Uh, yeah, no. Not going to push that. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the... Uh... I'll get into one of my picks, but the uh, the full house approach to death. Just like, ah, oh, yeah, he's sleeping, honey. <laughs> yeah, this this kind of um doesn't really tackle death, so don't worry. It kind of makes it seem like you don't ever die. <laughs> oh, good. That's even worse, I think. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's that's no, worth it. It's worth yeah, it. She is she has lots of questions. Very inquisitive young lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know who her father is, so I can only imagine. Yeah, fair enough. Might... Every time I say something like that, I, she knows how to write already, right? Oh yeah, correct. Yeah. All right, so she started her list probably already, just like Daddy. Oh yeah, I'm on it. I'm number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like Daddy. Mm-hmm. Kill your maker. That's what the. 
That's what they they say. Yeah, isn't that supposed to be the sun, though? Well, you went ahead and had daughters, so yeah. that's uh, on you. Oh, yeah, sorry. I planned that. Actually, thank God. I, could, I don't know if I could handle another me. I mean, I already, they both practically are. Yeah, but they they have the tools of manipulation, which a son would not have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's great. <laughs> it's great. I hope they use it all its all their powers and I just one day once you know they they turn on their mother and they just use me and I'll know it too I'm like oh you're just using me in your battle with your mother I'm like I'm fine with that just yeah that's uh what that's tween age right like teen tweens I don't remember yeah yeah I mean it's already started but Mm -hmm. you know from time to time uh, but uh, yeah, when, once that really kicks in the full gear, it's going to be great. And I'm just going to stay in the garage. <laughs> you got to have to build like a portilicus. Is that what that's called? Like the gated thing that slams down with the spikes. Oh, uh, portcullis. Portcullis? Yes. Uh, that guy said it different in England. But. Well, yeah, they also, you know, call fish and chips food. It's true. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to build one of those in the the, the doorway between the garage and the. <laughs> if you get caught in, honey, it's on you. <laughs> you know, sharpened sharpened edges to slam down. Uh, uh, portcullis, you called it. I'm pretty sure. I mean, you might be right. I don't, I don't fucking know. I I was I half paying I, attention. I don't know if I actually. I've just. But I don't know if I've actually ever heard it said. You know what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's. I think it's portcullis. I mean, I mean, I'm. We don't really have them here, so however they pronounce it over there, I guess we'll go run. Portcullis. 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 That's how I said it. Portcullis. Oh. Oh yeah, that makes sense. They also drive on the wrong side of the road, so. Yeah. A heavy castle door or gate made of metal strips that form a grid. Yes, that sounds. Yeah, you know what though, they it still can be able to see and hear them through said grates. They can't. So not if you if play. I, turn your uh, preamp up high enough. Oh, that's true. See, or you have your AirPods in, and by then the noise canceling <laughs> should be that you can't hear a goddamn word. Ah, <laughs> uh, just fire up the table saw too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just cutting wood. <laughs> Sorry, kids. But if they just burn, burn through a thousand dollars in lumber just to make noise. If they know their medieval lore well enough, they'll light a match in there and blow that sawdust and you right the <laughs> fuck out of there. Uh, what makes uh, sawdust combustible? Uh, it, it's got It's not just sawdust itself. It's got to be like the perfect. Uh, it's got to be fine enough where it actually is more like a dust and a particle in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, basically you're turning the air into a fireball. Mm. I just, re- yeah. I just, it's almost, almost like a gas, if you will. Right. Well, I just read, uh, the timeline again in, uh, yeah. in Greece and the, the, the mill, the I, sawmill, you know? Yeah. I figured that's where you were, uh. Yeah. Referring to. Mm-hmm. 
you just see her there. You're cutting wood and smiling, and she's smiling, and she pulls out a match, and you're like, no, no, honey, no. <laughs> Tosses it through the gate. No, no, not, not, not in my... Uh... Not enough fine particles in my, my shop. Today. Well, you're just I got not... a dust. I got a dust collector too, oh, Mr. Fancy. And I, I have the tube discharged uh, appropriately, so or she tra- start any fires. She trains that roaming bear to eat you. Hmm. Or goes on midsummer and kills the bear and stuffs you inside of it. That is true. I think it's gonna. Uh, by the time it gets to my house, it's. Uh, I feeling it's. Uh... Something going down the turnpike is going to take it out. So. That's your fault for moving into a town named after a bear swamp. That is true. <laughs> you yeah. thought you thought you got rid of them. You deforested <laughs> properly, and nope. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they came back. He was jealous because they had a restaurant named Bear Swamp, and then it went away. So they're like, "What the hell?" Mm. We the deal was we give you our land, you name a restaurant after us. Then it goes away. And now they're pissed. The now, curse they, now they want their land back. Is upon you. That's the one thing we have to add to the list: the bear show. We haven't done a bear, bear show. show. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Bear show. I call dibs on this anything from The Shining. <laughs> uh, let me think. He's either bear or dog. I always thought it was a bear. Hmm. What? Yeah, they say it's a bear. Oh, in The Shining? Yeah. The Shining! The Shining! Ugh. That was bad. Um, Willie. Ugh! You've got The Shining! There you go. All right, I had to do the whole line. <laughs> we should start the show. You go first this week, so oh. here it is. Ooh, got it. Wait, is your first thing 24 minutes? Really? Uh-oh. Shouldn't be. It is. There we go. Let's live through it together. Oh, they're all really long. Gordon's no. Asks, What's your fish wish? I wish I could serve my family fish that comes out of a microwave crunchy. Not soggy. Crunchy. Wish no more. You can get that great Gordon's Crunch from your microwave with Gordon's Microwave Crunchy Fish. The secret's our special crisping tray. Hey, not soggy. They are crunchy. They really like it. There's no crunch like a Gordon's Crunch. If you've got a fish wish, trust the Gordon's Fish It looks like you had a timeline that was 24 minutes. Uh, you know what? I, I the, wonder if there's something all the way at the end. There must be, because they're for all... For some the, reason... They're all 23.3 megs. Yeah, for some reason my export was being weird where it wouldn't export no matter what my in and out was on my timeline. I had to reset it in the export, and I just Mm. didn't realize that. So there you go. When it gets quiet, that's when you know it's over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, so, fish uh, sticks? Fish. How do I? Let me try. Fish sticks. (laughs) <laughs> that is a tough one for you. Isn't it great? I can't not say it. Fish sticks. It's so much fun. Fish sticks. Fish sticks? Fish it's too sticks. hard. For someone that likes to slam their words together, it's fish sticks. Sorry. I mean, it doesn't help that they look like them. They're gross, too. I hate fish sticks. What? Oh, man. They're the best. I don't. The, the, you know my feelings on the sea squeezer. Come on. 
Yeah. But, I mean, this is barely seafood. I mean, it, it's, it, it truly is the pinnacle of processed food. They take something that is possibly as nutrient-dense and healthful as you can get in, like, a, a white fish. Like, usually it's cod or something It's like a that. formed meat slurry, right? It's not, like, actual... <laughs> Um, yeah, and well, it's like like a yeah, chicken, it's, like a chicken nugget, like it, it's a, yeah, it's the chicken nugget of the sea. It's like separated chicken pieces that are or fish, separated fish that are then like grinded up and like uh, it's like it's like hamburger fish. extruded, yeah, extruded into a formed meat slurry and then uh, extruded and and and, and uh, breaded and fried. Yeah, well, when you say, you know, extruded and slurry, it just sounds so uh, grotesque. And basically the grounds for 90% of our food chain, by the way. Most of our food is a slurry at one point. No, I'm I'm aware. Like, chicken wing nuggets, there's... That's like there's that, still a slurry. That pink slime is that thing that was, it was real. It's uh, yeah. formed meat slurry. Um, I think they're delicious. I still do. Uh, it's and it's like the default. Like the, the kids will eat them, and I'll eat them. And I think it's because it was like my mom's go-to. Like, let me just like heat up, heat it up, and slap it on a tray. Go. And then you have to have it with pierogies. I don't know why fish, fish sticks and pierogies. It's a good combination. Hmm. Yeah. They're yummy, and I like Gortons, or well, I called it Gordons. Yeah, as a kid, because you know, Gortons didn't make any sense. Who's Gorton? But is it Gordon? The... Gorton. It's a Gort. T. Hey Gort. <laughs> hey Gort. Hey Gort. Going uh... out there to get fish today, huh? Careful, huh? See, he's angry. <laughs> um, and I, I, the the Gortons fisherman. I mean, he's iconic too. And that jingle's just, uh, how do you not? Like, that should be on our next space probe that we're sending out of the solar system. And then, you know, that way the aliens know that when they land here, they can trust the Gorton's fisherman. And they'll ask for him by name. It's like, we would like the Gorton's fisherman. We are told we can trust him. You know? Just hope that they don't look like, you know, fish aliens and... He's just going to spear them and turn them into a slurry and make them into fish dicks. It's very likely going to happen. I see a uh, treehouse of horror coming here. Go with it. You can't do any much better. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt Groening, if you're listening, uh, there you go. Free idea. Yeah, there you go. Do that. I mean, you're going to be on your 35th one next year. It's about time. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say you're going to be running out of ideas. It seems like I have. Um, But yeah, go for it. I I won't take any credit for it either. Just food restrictions during one or two. I want to be curious where they came from. Oh, they call it fish fingers? Who does? Fish fingers. Uh, The British. That's where it came from, I guess. They or call fish it fish sticks. Fish and chips, I. Ah, uh, fish and I mean, well, I guess it's the half of the fish and chips part. Yeah, it's the fish part. <laughs> the fish part of the fish and chips, um, using cod, hack, haddock, shark, pollock, which battered or did you say shark? Both. They use shark. Yeah, apparently. 
Ugh. Seems like a very, I mean, it, probably just because it gets caught up in the grinder. Um, <laughs> so I don't trust the sea. Oh, it's all the same. No, who cares? Mm. It's like, because it's all like, it's all fish. So it doesn't matter. It's not like when they're like making hamburgers and they just are like, they're, they don't just take a, a yeah, but, tractor but, with a net and uh, okay. just scooping up chickens and goats and then grind them up with the cows and then you get some <laughs> right, mutilated cowbird. Right, they wouldn't do that because if no. you would get the, like, the USDA would step in and say, no, this is not cow. This says other animals in it. But I guess when it comes from the sea, it doesn't really matter. No, as as long as it's not brutally done um, uh, against mammals by the Japanese. Although sausage uh, has like five different parts of pig and cow in them, so. So I guess. And blood. Gorton's, so, Gorton's is owned by uh, a Japanese seafood conglomerate since like the early two thousands oh you're eating whale before that they're independent <laughs> and then what's that you're eating whale on that thing motherfucker oh yeah well no and then like general mills and stuff in 2005 both the epa the humane society and uh greenpeace started a com- campaign calling on gorton's to stop nisui to the japanese parent company to stop like whaling <laughs> and by 2006 they did I hmm. think that might... When did Blackfish come out? I don't remember. It was, might have been after that. But still, um, yeah, that didn't take long for them to at least... Or at least uh, announce our friends at Seafood Suppliers, Gorton Sea Lord, and Parent Company withdrawn their active support for Japanese women. Oh, their active support. Hmm. No, they're still doing it then. Yeah. They just put it's like uh it's like uh the World Series of Poker. They just put a piece of black gaff tape over the boat that says Gortons and they're just plunging a spear into the whale. Um the whales are fighting back though. I, I know I know we've talked about it earlier with some some whales off the coast of some orcas. The coast of Portugal were like uh like capsizing boats and shit for funds funsies and like ripping Go off whales. ripping off the things. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Butch. I don't go on boats. I don't trust the sea. Huh. <laughs> Dude, uh, orcas are, are no fucking joke. Yeah, that's why I don't trust the fucking sea. I, I don't eat I them, nor I don't fuck with them. I think it was. When, when they come to sea to murder us, I will not be there mm-hmm. to. Uh, uh, they'll, be, they'll see me as an ally. <laughs> like this motherfucker ain't never ate any of our friends. I'm like, uh huh. I'm like, I only eat land creatures. Your enemy. I am one of you. One of you. One of you. I'll join you in your pursuit of killing all land creatures. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll be wearing a dolphin scalp on my head while I'm just devouring calamari. I'll inform them. That you've eaten almost the entire population of clams from the <laughs> just, sea. Just <laughs> <laughs> All of them. It's, there's a genocide in my belly. Right. Yeah, he's like the fucking Adolf Hitler of clams. Uh, you, you know, I'm sorry. Your body's the Auschwitz of clams. Oh, Jesus Christ. Where they go to die. Wow. All right. So this was our last show. How could that be our last show? That was fucking brutal.
that's not too brutal. Auschwitz no, is where fucking Hitler wanted to kill Jews or kill Jews. Your stomach is where you kill clams. Well, actually, you probably boil them first. You boil them alive. Then steep you, them. Yeah. your stomach is your burial ground, and which Auschwitz was. So, Jesus Christ, I'm not touching this one. Oh, stop being a pussy. Jesus. I'm not Lord being a pussy. Christ. Uh, at least I'm not uh, denying it or anything like most of those fucking nut jobs do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, see, you saying Jesus Christ makes it bad. No, uh, other, no, no. You saying it made it bad. No, no. Because people are like, oh, was that bad? Should he have not said that? Because the other one's no, going yeah. no, cowering no in the corner no, no. and saying, Jesus no one, Christ. No one questioned that. They Jesus knew Christ. right away. Oh, fuck off. I'm not saying anything disparaging to anyone but Nazis. And if you have a, if you have a problem with me disparaging Nazis, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck Nazis. And fuck the sea and the ocean. <laughs> that transition was fucking... Thank you. Ah, there you go. Right at all home, like I do. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Anything more on fish sticks? What is the fish show or something? No. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, yes, we're doing a show all about fish. Uh, hopefully we're not talking about eating fish in every one of your picks. <laughs> eating some uh, sort of seafood. I'm sure we'll get there. All right. Here is my... I, I, is it safe to go to my first pick? Uh, let me think. Anything more on Gortons? Yeah. Well, I was going to do a whole thing on the Gortons fishermen, how they, uh, uh, was a different guy in, like, every commercial over, like, a four-year span. And there was one guy that, like, looked like the Gortons fishermen, and then there was some guys that was just, like, this Adonis, like, has never been on a boat before, like, doesn't have a single callus. And just put on like a yellow rain suit, and he's like, "Try my fish sticks." Hmm. All right, good tidbit. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, now we can. Here we go. Step inside. Remember, no horseplay allowed, except for the driver. This, my friends, is where we manufacture those tiny, tangy, crunchy eatables we like to call nerds. Each nerd owes its distinctive shape to a scientifically engineered Wonka reduction device. And you get two flavors in a box. Quite handy if you have a split personality. Nerds from the wild world of Wonka. What will we think of next? Well, I'm not talking about nerds, but this commercial is weird because it anthropomorphifies nerds. It makes you think you're eating these little critters, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. nonetheless, I'm talking about Wonka's. I don't know if you ever had it, but the Guppies candy. Hmm. You, I remember it so vividly. I loved it so much. That's why yeah. as soon as we were talking about it, I threw up Guppies candy. So nope. it was a little blue fish tank. Oh, cute. And inside it were little fish, and they were had the texture and kind of flavor of sweet tarts. But they were, um, they were kind of uh, like a tropical fruit flavor. The guppies. But at the bottom of the tank was a bunch of like 
different colored crystal sugar, you know, like sugar crystals, like sprinkles mm-hmm. that were supposed to be the rocks in, in the fish tank. Oh, wow. That gives real packaging right there. Yeah. And it was like, of um, course you would like these. Oh, it, I loved it. It was like a little fish tank. Uh, I definitely tried to fill one with water one time and then all the sugar started dissolving and floating to the top and same with the, the guppies just floated. It didn't work. <laughs> um, and then I had the idea to, to put gelatin and my mom wouldn't let me make it. Gelatin? Like you you wanted to turn it into one of those like... Uh... Well, yeah, I, want, I wanted to, to um, like capture the fish tank the guppies fish tank if i I figured if i filled it with gelatin like jello not gelatin Mm -hmm. i I didn't know it was gelatin i knew it was jello i figured if i filled it with jello it would they would all suspend within there uh you know i didn't even know the term one of those magic tanks or whatever the hell they were uh oh magic rocks yeah magic rocks. but no i never had those this was my own creation back then my mom i'd help my mom make jello and I knew it was liquid, and when you poured it in, it would solidify. So I was like, "Mom, if we poured Jello in there without the flavoring packet, it would uh, it could make like a fish tank." And she's like, "You're go home. You're not you're not doing that." <laughs> what are you What are you talking about? Gelatin in there and suspend your fish tank. Um. There was also so they also sold guppy uh the guppies in like uh, vending machines uh just as the tropical fishes but they also had bumbles which and I didn't know about until I was researching guppies cuz I had guppies constantly and I looked to eat, you eat the fish and then you shake that sugar out and that's like pure sugar I was so mm. But they also had bumbles which was an like an orange uh, mold of the same fish tank but there were bees inside but it didn't have the crystallized candy sugar and from what I can tell I do not wow. remember bumbles at all I never saw bumbles but I had guppies a lot I loved guppies uh, and I didn't know until just looking it up that there was Wonka I remember guppies candy and I had it and I and the crystal sugar and everything and how much I loved it but um, yeah they even sold it in like the guppies in like little um cellophane bags from what I could I, I found a lot online and all I knew was the little fish container and the the the, the, the sweet tart fish and this crystallized sugar at the bottom I never knew any of these other forms of guppies or that they were Wonka but they were and they existed and they were delicious guppies candy they all look stoned on the package Hmm. Maybe because they had to be drugged before they were about to be eaten. Oh yeah, they are. Hey man, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you think like they're gonna play Radiohead in there, man? Yo, it'd be pretty cool to sample the sound of his stomach acid gurgling us, man. <laughs> yo, that would be. What's up? Some, some deer stoners that work with us <laughs> love them um but yeah as guppies here is your second pick michelle you know you're not supposed to be taking a bath by yourself i'm not well i see a full bathtub with lots of bubbles in it 
An empty fish bowl. Michelle, where's Martin? You've taken a bubble bath. <laughs> You're giving Martin a bath? Oh, Martin, buddy, we gotta get you out of here, pal. You're almost finished. He's clean. As a doornail. He's not swimming. No, honey, he's not. Is he sleeping? Yeah, he's taking a nap. A very long nap. You fell asleep in the bathtub? You're a silly fish. You dumb bastard. Ah. Uh. Uh, so I was gonna use this uh, sound, this, the sound for my actual pick of like carnival goldfish because Michelle won this fish, Martin, at the carnival. Uh, it was only a quarter of play, but it still cost Danny eighteen dollars and fifty cents. Anyway, and then I'm like, you know what? That's the extent I have about carnival goldfish. So I'm just gonna roll with this episode. Uh, and that is <clears throat> Martin, uh, a fish called Martin. Mm. See what they did there? Can't wait. Um, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I can MacGyver the shit out of this one. Um, this is from, I want to say, season four. So it was, uh, Michelle wins a goldfish, and she's taking care of it. And then, yeah, she wants to give uh, the goldfish a bath. So, you know, yeah, there there's a, a toddler with a full bathtub full of water. Um, just, you know, completely unsupervised. That's fine. Uh, yeah, then she kills the fish. Then, uh, Joey decides that he, uh, you know, doesn't have, uh, the heart to tell her what it is. So, uh, he's gonna leave it up to her dad to do that. But he still has to get Uncle Jesse involved. Because, you know, it's gonna take three men to explain to a little girl that, um, her fish was dead. And then there's this whole drawn-out process where they kind of... You know, kind of walk around the subject of the matter. And it, it struck me, for three guys who the entire premise of the show is, Mom is dead, have a terrible time explaining death to a young girl. I feel like they should have had this conversation already. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, hey, after, you know, four seasons, Hey, Dad, where's Mom? Oh, she's taking a nap. Still, she's really clean for a while. She's really, really <laughs> clean as a doornail. Because uh, I drowned her in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really dark. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the big reveal the whole time. Uh, yeah, and then um, uh, eventually they try to replace uh, Martin with a new fish. Um, but Michelle doesn't want anything to do with it, and she feels guilty uh, that she has uh, fish blood on her hands. As she should. Uh, yeah. And then, as it turns out, uh, the fish had babies, and she let everyone know about the babies, and they're like, oh, you saved the day because there's babies, and then kind of half explaining that the fish would eat the babies, so they got it out. So they're like, Michelle, you saved all the babies. Yay. And then they end with, like, where do babies come from gag again. And that's the end of the show. Yeah. See, I didn't hit MacGyver that too bad. Not too bad, no. No. But, yeah, he was an adorable fish. I had a bunch of them, but um, 
I don't know. They never lived that long. My cousin had one that lived for years. The thing got fucking huge. Like a carnival goldfish. Oh, well, they'll like, grow as the big as the tank you put them in. Yeah. Um, But the fact that it stayed alive is saying something. Sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why. Like I would never, like, let them play that, for fear that they would win. Not that I'm wasting my money on a rigged carnival game, but that now we're stuck with a goldfish. I think it's a little of column A and a little of column B. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, was was Jeffrey taking you to carnivals to win goldfish? Yeah, we did. We had a few carnival goldfish. Yeah. Yeah. But Jeffrey was very blunt. Oh, it's gonna die in two days. <laughs> He'll be dead by the time you wake up in the morning. And was he? Ah, uh, generally. Oh, yeah. the Rangers won. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least World the better team won. Sorry, I'm a uh, bitter. Yeah, yeah, just a little. For someone that watched a shit ton of baseball, I really tuned out after. Uh, nothing was on the line for us. Yeah, me too. Yeah, there's a lot of... Yeah. Well, at least these people should be happy about it, because we'd still be yapping about it now. We would, and we're not, so you're and welcome. we're not, so there you go. Hope you're happy. All right. And, um, uh, and uh, what was I saying? Oh, but we did We did have the old... Because uh, we, we got the... Little the bigger squeeze at uh, a beta fish a while. She wanted a pet, so we got her a little beta. Um, and then uh, it wasn't long. And you're before, the alpha fish. Before right in the house. Yes, I am. No, please, I'm not the alpha <laughs> fish. I am. I am. I am the the sucker fish. I just hang there at the bottom and clean up after everyone. <laughs> I'm ugly, <laughs> ill shaped. Oh, you're and, a very handsome boy. Cleaning up muck, um, but we we got her a, a beta and it didn't last nearly as long as it was supposed to. I don't know why, uh, but it it was not with us after long. So don't they like aren't they bottom feeders? Betas don't they no, eat the bottom of a plant you stick on top of it? Is that some other fish I'm thinking of? That's some, they like to hide in them. Mm. Um, but they they just like to kill. Um. Man, it must have been but, weird being in the household with two betas for the for your daughter and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> you set me up for that. I did. I did. I did. I did. Dick. Soy uh, boy beta cuck. So I, <laughs> I'm at the pet store with a picture of a dead beta fish trying to match it up with one that's still <laughs> in the store so we can bring it home and do the swap and she never knew. That's like straight out of a sitcom. Oh, yeah. Having yeah, the picture. It was. Yep. So we swapped that out. And then eventually that one also died fairly quickly. I, I don't know what the hell it was. I guess they don't like whiskey. I don't know. But um Were you like treating it like Ricky? Yeah. Oh shit, Orangey. <laughs> we'll do some bottle toes. Hey, Orangey. We'll do some shooters. <laughs> From one beta to another. <laughs> I know you didn't need a drink tonight, buddy. <laughs> I tried making a hockey rink in my uh my trailer out back. Yeah, it's fucking great. We're going to make a hockey rink. Yeah, swim your little tits off. <laughs> swim your little uh, orange tits off is what he does. 
Uh, eventually, uh, Rainbow died. His name was Rainbow. Uh, and then we explained, you know, death much better than uh, Danny did. Uh, but then we got her a new one quickly thereafter just because we already had the fucking tank so and all the fish food. So, like, all right, we'll try this again. So there's Rainbow 3, I mean 2, if you will. We slipped a couple times yeah. calling it Rainbow 3. And she looked at us like, huh? Um, and then after third – and also she, like, lost interest after the first five minutes. Show her the movie so, Ghosts and that horrible scene where the black creatures come up from the ground and drag people to hell. Be like, that's what happened to Beta. <laughs> uh, that, it might be like the top five most traumatizing moments of my life. Yeah, my, uh, that and like my mom like like giggling to my dad during the fucking pottery scene. That whole movie traumatized <laughs> oh, me. That's more traumatizing, I guess. Yeah. yeah, but that that one scene though really take makes that movie take a turn. Like it's it al- happens almost a, unnecessary. It happens a couple times. Um, but my mom drooling over Patrick Swayze was more traumatic to me than uh, <laughs> also De- Demi Moore's weird haircut in that movie didn't really hmm. that kind of traumatized me too. It it's so much that I got the same haircut in middle school. <laughs> Uh, but uh, the, but no, one anyway, ever, no one ever invited me to their pottery wheel. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll invite you to my pottery wheel. Am I going to be the Demi or the Patrick? Uh, you're going to be the Demi because you're not going to be able to get your arms around <laughs> me. So. so It's just the way it is. Um, but yeah, so now there's <clears throat> actually a marked grave in the backyard with Rainbow 2. Um, Can we have Louie come play... Um... What's the song? I want to say Fools Rush In, but that's not what it's called. Uh, shit, what was the song? Uh, yeah, what song plays a ghost? Hmm. I can't even think about it now. But yeah, the first fish that was, you know, didn't die. Unchained Melody, The Righteous Brothers. Yeah, I wanted to say. Oh, Righteous Brothers. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. But, um, so we'll have Louie play Unchained Melody on his guitar while we do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, the first fish got literally flung with a, uh, uh, like a garden trowel back into the woods for, uh, some critter raccoon to come and just jump up what's left of him. But the second one actually has a marked grave out back. Mm. Well... Better not bury it in the pet cemetery or I'll come back to life. Don't bury it oh. in the pet cemetery. <laughs> have all these beta fish just uh, flopping through my door. It's like the crew coming to work. Yep. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> that was mean. I mean, I count myself in that, so. Just flopping in. Bunch of betas. Ah, here is my next pick. Everything's mean tonight for me, by the way. I'm everything <laughs> very mean. I think you're being too sensitive tonight. I I'm not being too sensitive. <laughs> what are you on your period? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. I was just quoting uh, the part of the yeah. Took a cranberry juice. What are you on your period? <laughs> I never got that joke either. But it was funny. 
nonetheless. Anyway, four dollars a pound. Who brought this in here? Georgie. It's wacky, huh? Ah, uh, only Tony Soprano could go from laughing and smiling at something <laughs> to beating the man almost <laughs> to death with it. The big ma- big mouth Billy Bass. And we sold these at KB, but like they became, they were like pop culture, like the Kmart Blue Light special, pop culture phenomenon, but they used it so good in those early episodes of, of Sopranos. Now I'm going to spoil something. Uh, big Pussy is a rat and in the <gasps> what first season he disappears in the second season he comes back but tony figures it out and because he has this weird fever dream and on the atlantic or no asbury park boardwalk uh big pussy's a fish that's talking to him saying admitting he's the rat and he goes anyway four dollars a pound that's the scene they cut back to then and um while tony has seasick they take him on a boat and they whack him not in the face not in the face, don't. But that I, I don't. We don't know if they listen to that or not, because uh, it's off camera when they they whack him. Uh, then he. This is Furio, so they're already in Italy. Furio's at the table, so uh, he comes in and someone's got a big mouth Billy Bass in the Bing, and he's laughing at it, and then he snaps, and he goes and beats the living shit out of Georgie with it. <laughs> Uh, but it comes up more in the show. I, I think um, Meadow buys him one and says he, she wants it hung in his office. And I think Tony tells Chrissy to to bring one in, but they never follow that up. So I, I found the Wikipedia on Big Mouth Billy Bass. So my debut is Invented by Gemi Industries. On December 16th, 1998, sold beginning January 1st, 1999. So that makes sense why it was a big popular item while I was at uh, KB Toy Store. Um, Gemmy is in a Gemmy or Gemmy, it's G E M M Y, is an American novelty manufacturing company best known for animatronic and inflatable characters. Its current headquarters is in Coppell, Texas, founded in 1984. Uh, it achieved marketing success with the Big Mouth Billy Bass. Following the success, the company began predominantly making animatronic figures based on Christmas and Halloween seasons. The fish is made of latex rubber with a plastic internal mechanical skeleton. At a first glance, the product appears to be a mounted game. Didn't they? Don't doesn't fucking bi- uh, the Jake and Trucker have one back? In yeah, the- it has a cigarette, and they call it, and they call it Big Mouth. Billy Bass or Bix, right? Bix, yeah. yeah. It's actually the it's fourth in charge. It goes <laughs> Trucker, the Fish, then Bix, then Corey, then Den. Yeah. Of that small area behind the equipment room. Yes, yeah. it's, it's the the it's least the second am- highest ranking figure <laughs> yeah. in the room. Yeah. That the that small area is ran by three people in a toy. 
Yes. The item was conceived by Jemmy Industries Pro- Product Development Vice President following his visit to Bass Pro Shop. Uh, the mounted fish turns its head, wiggles its tail on the trophy plaque, and sings a cover of the song Don't Worry, Be Happy uh, by Bob McFerrin or Take Me to the River by Al Green. Green claims he received more royalties from Big Mouth, Big Mouth Billy Bass than any other of his recordings of the song. Jeez. The singing mechanism was originally activated by a motion sensor and designed to startle the passerby. Eventually, a button was added to activate it. There have been many varieties. A Big Mouth Billy Bass produced by Jemmy. Or Gemmy. Um, variants include Travis the Singing Trout, Cool Catfish, Rocky the Singing Lobster, and Lucky the Lobster. They did a, a deer head. Did you know that? Buck the Animated Trophy? I feel like, yeah. Buck the Animated Trophy, if I remember it. But... A version from 2000 features a great white shark, which plays John Williams Sing from Jaws and a cover of Bobby Darren's Mac the Knife. In 2018, Gemi in. The industry's partnered with Amazon to create an Amazon Alexa-enabled versions of the animatronic. <laughs> the variant pairs with any Amazon Echo device through Bluetooth. Hmm. So, a remake of the original Big Mouth Billy Bass was released in 2021. New version cut, Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin for Luke Bryan's 2015 Hunting, Fishing, and Loving Every Day. Uh, in addition to the Talking Heads 1978 iteration of Take Me to the River. I think that might be the one that they have. And what? who has? Oh, they have in there. In late 2021, TikTok user Kevin Heckart hacked a Big Mouth Billy Bass to not only lip sync any voice track or song, but also dance via head and tail movements to whatever song is played through a smart speaker connection. Heckart later made a similar hack to a cool catfish and Frankie the fish by the same company along the Lotus international Tommy trout. Hmm. Hmm. In popular culture, uh, it was reported that Elizabeth too had a big mouth, Billy bass display on the grand piano of Balamore castle. The Netflix drama The Crown incorrectly depicts Prince Andrew giving it to her as a birthday present in 1997. It hadn't existed yet. Yeah. The success of Big Mouth Billy Bass, Billy Bass has led to a number of pulp culture appearances, including product placements. Some of the device's notable appearances are The Simpsons, Family Guy, The Sopranos, King of the Hill, Wally, The Office, Peppa Pig, What We Do in the Shadows, and The Act of Killing. It's like every all of my favorite shows. <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons, Sopranos, King of the Hill, The Office. They all connected by the big mouth Billy Bass. Uh n- not to mention uh inspiration for uh, uh the Filet Fish spot. What? The, oh. Give me back my Filet Fish. Oh, the McDonald's one, right? Yeah, but he this it wasn't Billy Bass. It was a cod, I believe. Yeah. Frankie, but I think it was still made by the same guys. Yeah, that's what I read. That you weren't listening. I, I, you, you did. That's what I'm saying. I read the spinoffs. It was, 
the spin-off. But I closed the Wikipedia page, so you're going to have to go back to it on your own if you want to find out for sure. Tomorrow. Kids. Yeah, I get a lobster. Travis. No, it doesn't say anything about Frankie here. Frankie says relax, and here is your next Don't do it. pick. Just do it. I love how uh, in your head, Frankie says, relax, don't do it. <laughs> what is it really? Just do it. Just, is that what? Okay. <laughs> but in your mind, you can't relax. <laughs> don't. Relax, relax don't, don't do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know words. That Was that from Ocarina? Uh, yes, it was. Uh, highly edited down because the actual sequence to catch this damn thing uh, was over two minutes. And I don't know if you wanted to just sit there and listen to the painful reeling in uh, as you're frustratingly winding that damn uh, joystick. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm talking uh, in-game, not just, originally I was going to go with like a fishing mini game. I was thinking like Dreamcast or something because highly underrated uh system i i feel we both agree like deserved better yeah dreamcast was great uh, yeah it was great and and really uh ahead of its time with some of its apparatus and the fishing was awesome um, but that aside i didn't want to just go a whole fishing game but fishing mini games and i was i was looking for uh like a deep dive into this and some are saying, some, what was the hell is the name of the game with it? Uh, wow, words coming out of my mouth. But there was a game in like the late 80s, early 90s. I forgot what the hell the name is, but it was indifferent. They talk about there was a little fishing game in it. But most people attribute it to actually Link's Awakening of being the first like fishing mini game on a popular scale um, that existed within a video game. And that was a big deal. You would, and it was my, one of my favorite little parts of the game. Yeah, it was the uh, best part of the game, yeah. You go up to the pond, and you would, you'd pay the fish, and there was like three little ones and then two big fish. And you would try to avoid catching the little ones. Odds are you were going to get them. Um, but once you finally got up to the big one that was closest to you but under a cove, I believe you got a piece of heart um, that added to your health meter. And then you can go back and keep fit. It was a lot of fun. I loved it. Um, I could use a few pieces of heart. <coughs> you could. You could. Yeah, you could um, just at least four. I got to so go fishing. A, a one. What's that? I got to go fishing. Gonna yeah, to, let's go fishing. Got to talk to Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got uh. fishing, Kelly, huh? Kelly and the midget. <laughs> He's going to get pissed. We're <laughs> talking shit. <laughs> um... And it's been another game since, and it's uh, there's like some fishing element to like Pokemon where you would catch some fish, but it's not that like uh, crazy as like with Zelda. And then of course, uh, Ocarina of Time. Uh, there's a big fishing the fishing pond that you can go to, uh, and just very soothing, relaxing place to go. There's actually a ten hour uh, 
rip on YouTube of just the um, music and ambient of the fishing pond that you could just play and listen to. Hmm. Yeah. I might, well, there's good, also like, Animal Crossing like fishing. Wahoo. Yes. Yeah, Animal Crossing fishing, of course. Um, some, yeah, uh, Ocarina was a, a, a big one for me. I like doing that a lot. And then more recent, I know it's much more past Red uh, Rad Years, but the, the fishing and uh, the new uh, Red Dead 2 is beyond. It's so fucking good. Like, literally, I would just spend hours just, I'm going to go fishing. <laughs> and I go in a video game, and then you go and go to a nice, beautiful, scenic place. I have that. And... Uh, I have that game. Um, instant cellophane still. Yeah, you would hate it. It's way too, uh, just, oh, I have to ride my horse there the whole way? Yes. Mm. And then you have to go and choose your bait based on what fish you're going for and where you are and your lures. And then, yeah, you have to, like, work the lure and reel it in and release and all. It's a whole process. And you can go buy a fishing hat. I want to. Don't you have a, you have a fish? Ian has a fishing hat. Do you have a fishing hat? I do not have a, a fishing hat. I wear a hat when I go fishing. It's not necessarily a fishing hat. Mm. Well, I guess if you're fishing and you're wearing the hat, it's a fishing hat. It is a fishing hat, but I use it for other outside activities like walking and I was going to say running, but that's not the case. Um, walking and then walking slightly more briskly. I'll say that. Um, but yeah, fishing mini games are the best, no matter what game it is, because it gives you a nice little, it's a nice little break, and it's kind of like the developer's way of like, oh, we're adding extra real life uh, activities into the game. When it's like, okay, uh, my job is to go and uh, save all of Hyrule, and take down uh, Ganondorf. Mm -hmm. You know what? I deserve to take a time out for myself, go a little, do a little fishing. Nice little treat for yourself. <coughs> yeah, a little treat for myself. Mm -hmm. Same thing, like Final Fantasy games. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, the whole world's coming to an end, and uh, you know what? I just need to take a break. I'm going to fish a bit. But it's enjoyable. I like it. It should be more in-game. Every game should have fishing, no matter like what the context or... just uh, More Call of Duty. Like, you should just be able to... That should be a kill streak. Hmm. You can just... Get to go fishing right away. That'd be fun. But yeah. Fishing. And games. Fishing and games. Um, Or Mortal Kombat fishing. That'd be fun. <laughs> you can use like their intestines and Whoop reel them in. Here is my next pick.
I'm talking about Big Bertha from First Minute Appearance and Super Mario Brothers 3. What are you typing there? Oh, just pulling her up. Yeah, you know Big Bertha. She's the one that eats you. Yeah, I know. She's a big old cheap cheap. It's just fun to look at. Uh, she made an appearance in the Super Mario Brothers movie too, Squeezer. caught up watching the scene <laughs> it's so weird he dances with her because she has she steals daisy's rock piece and he's they got to get it back so a bit but the big bertha's they're their homage to the mario brothers big bertha's the big cheap cheap that like tries to swallow you whole in super mario brothers insta death insta death now this is what i read on mario wiki the Big Bertha is an enemy that is first seen in Super Mario Brothers 3. It is the female version of Boss Bass and a large cheap cheap that is seen in the deep seas. All Big Berthas seem to be motherfish as she always carries baby cheeps in her mouth to protect them from any predators, occasionally letting them out. Her male counterpart is Boss Bass, an aggressive hunter that swims on the water's surface, never seen below in the deep water. While nowhere near as aggressive as Boss Bass, Big Bertha is still carnivorous and can swallow Mario and Luigi whole. So, like, swimming at the top level and, like, jumping up and getting you, that's Boss Bass. But when you're in the water with the cheap cheap in her mouth, that's Big Bertha. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, she's in World 3 Level 5, World 4 Level 1, World 6 Level 9, and World 7 Level 4. She carries baby little cheap cheeps in her mouth. She thinks she defeated with the Fire Flower, the Star Man of being a invincible hammer suit, Super Leaf, or Tanuki suit. Oh, that's tricky with the leaf, though. I've done it, but it's tricky. You got to time that whack just right. I haven't done it. Fuck. Unlike Boss Bass, the Big Berthas remain underwater. Water. Big Berthas aren't as aggressive as Boss Bass. However, they may try to swallow Mario and Luigi if he gets too close resulting in an instant death. Although the Big Bertha will ignore plumbers entirely if they're wearing the frog suit. I never knew that. Wow, I did not. Yeah. God, 30 years later and... Uh... 
and you learn something. Thirty-three, four years. Jeez. Now apparently she made her return in Super Mario sixty-four DS, replacing the Bubba from the original. Um. Now I had that, but I don't know if I ever got. Now Bubba was a big like goldfish, or like a with, with like a I don't know, weird looking fish. He had like a spotted bottom. Uh, but they replaced it with Big Bertha uh, on Tiny Huge Island. And it, she it, she does the same maneuvers and everything. I, I think they just changed the sprite. Gotcha. That makes more sense. Yeah. And then she's on Yoshi's Island DS. A Big Bertha named Bessie Bass appears in Yoshi's Island DS, DS as a mini bass. She was originally an ordinary Big Bertha living below the waters of her battleship before being enlarged by Camex magic. Upon being enlarged, Bessie Bass gained the abilities of Boss Bass, as well as an addition to swim below the water like a regular Big Bertha. So, <laughs> yeah. She's uh, in Super Mario Brothers 3 and Super Mario Brothers 64 DS and Yoshi's Island DS. Big Bertha is a fish that... And she was in the comic books and I believe she was in the cartoon too. That I remember. I didn't know her name until I read it in the comic books. Of course it was in the, the guidebook, but... Yeah, I carried that in my pocket. I did too. I mean, my brother and I split time with it, but hmm. it got destroyed pretty fucking quick. Yeah. I remember, uh, I'm trying to think, was it that or my Zelda one uh, ended up going through the wash? If you want to wait quite, a moment, I think I have the Nintendo comic system on my shelf here. I could get it and see. Quite traumatic. I can consult. Yeah. Consulting with the rag. You washed your Mario Brothers guide. I washed my AirPods now. <laughs> <laughs> they they are resilient though. Oh. Let's see. Wait, just happened? Nintendo comic system. Yeah, da, 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 here. So how's everyone else doing? Good? Good. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that. Too. I agree, right? All right let's yeah. see. He's back. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. We were just a, talking. Uh, I don't know. The Radomaniacs have a nice conversation. I don't know if it's in this one. Game Boy. I think this is Captain N. No, it's like just a Game Boy comic. Captain N. Zelda. I have another book somewhere in here. Yeah. I gotta get. Did you check your Dewey Decimal system? I should. This this one has Super Mario Brothers, Legend of Zelda, Captain N, the Game Master, Game Boy, Punch Out, and Metroid. Nice. It's not in this one, but yeah, I had a cheap, cheap comic when I was a kid. Oh, not cheap, cheap. A uh, Big Bertha. All right, let's move on, Squeezer, to your next pick. Yeah. 
for the Muddy Mud Skipper Show. Who's the greatest mud skipper of them all? Who can skip through the mud with the greatest of ease? What kind of wonderful guy? Who can crawl like a dog without scraping his knees? Who's got segmented eyes? It's muddy. Mud skipper, it's muddy. Mud skipper, it's muddy. Mud skipper show. And now a word from our sponsor. Stimpy. Really? Ah, <laughs> uh, Muddy Mudskipper. Uh, Stimpy, uh, favorite show. Yes. Couldn't wait for it. Well, uh, golly, Ren. My favorite show's about to come on. The show is so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, it's, uh... That was my Ren and Stimpy. How was, that was it? Pretty, yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it's almost like they're uh, self-aware uh, with the Muddy Mudskipper show. You, as you dumb. were a like I liked Ren and Stimpy, but from like what I'm learning on the show is you were a big Ren and Stimpy fan, weren't you? Uh, out of all of the original Nicktoons, it was my favorite. You lousy bum! Yeah, you lousy bum. Mine was Doug, but yeah, I could I can see that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I I loved the grotesqueness of it. I love um, Ren and Stimpy, but. Yeah, oh, no. I, I, there was something just so visceral and disgusting about it that I found it to be <laughs> quite attractive, and just the the general sense of like you just meanness. I don't know. I felt like so connected to it because just it, they were so crude and mean, and uh, like Ren is just an absolute asshole. Like no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Um. And and Muddy Mudskipper is just the same. He is a complete piece of shit. Um, <laughs> he, he's um, in the guise of that like vaude, old comic vaudevillian, like uh, uh, trying to think of a, a stand up from like a like a Don Rickles ish kind of yeah uh, character. And you know, Stimpy loves him, but like off stage, like he's just fucking miserable. Just a complete piece of just trash, like smoking. They they didn't really drink on the show, but it implied that he's. An, you just get the sense that he's just that raging alcoholic, uh, abusive individual uh, mm -hmm. backstage. Um, yeah, and just absolute resentment uh, towards uh, everyone around him. Uh, and they even used him as a villain too, where he kidnapped the Pope. Um, Is he really a villain? I, you know what? I haven't watched that one in a while. Let me go back and watch that. Sometimes, um, yeah, you live long enough to become a, the hero lives long enough to become the villain. Um, but yeah, he he uh, he had a good run. Like there was, there's also like he played. He was his character in a number of episodes, like Muddy Mudskipper. But then there's also just like the fish. That was, you know, reminiscent of him maybe when unnamed uh, that they would put in there. And also not to mention just the grotesque, uh, like, close-up, high-detailed images of, like, rotting fish heads. 
Sure. Um, that was very uh, common uh, throughout the Ren and Stimpy. Just you know, your just casual, you know, fish guts, vomit, whale vomit. I know whales are mammals, but still, that actually made me throw up once uh, in the house of next Tuesday. Um, but yeah, uh, when we did the fish, so I'm like, oh, I have to have uh, Muddy Mudskipper on the show. It'd be a you know, sacrilege. Uh, not to mention his name. Uh, he met his demise uh, in uh, Terminal Stimpy, uh, which was uh, in uh, Season 5, where um, he was uh, uh, in an accident with Stimpy, and then he, he dies, and he asked Stimpy to, his like last wish was to have him skipped into the pond uh, so Stimpy just unceremoniously just throws him down the street, uh, and then cut to Stimpy at the bus stop, and uh, it turns out Muddy Mud Skipper is still alive and in absolute pain, but smeared on the front of the bus, uh, asking for one more favor. <laughs> so yes, it's a fine end to just a miserable character. So what was that? That was ninety five. I don't know. I, I I'm not sure how do Ren and Stimpy seasons stack up. Are they in that weird kind of. Not sure how many episodes. Like ran for a season. With with. Uh... Oh, f- the seven. All right, so seventeen uh, episodes in season five. Not one of those weird like eight here or three hundred or something like that, but. Um, well, it wasn't a Saturday morning show, so nah. they had those weird 65-episode seasons. Like, do you know Tailspin was only one season? Yeah, that's so, yeah. I bet it has it's six, hard to... 65 episodes. One season. That... <laughs> uh, how many, like, uh, like sh- Rescue I, I saw, I saw um, Tailspin on one of those, like, listicles, like, Shows that only last one season. I'm like, no way. And I looked it up. I was like, and then like every comment was, couldn't believe Tailspin. But it's 65 episodes. Huh. So that's like. Whereas like so that, Rescue Rangers had three seasons of 65 episodes total. Right. But season one was 13 episodes. Season three was five episodes. Season two was 47 episodes. That aired from September '89 to May of '90, so they just did a season and just ran That's it. That's every cartoon we grew up with. That's all they yep. did. And then just rerun it over and over again because the kids will watch. Right, sixty-five episodes. That's like that's like three fucking seasons, but they yeah. did it in one. So. That's not, and that's not even considered syndication worthy. Uh... Uh, it was. <laughs> Well, well, because by had Disney, the dumb kids I'll watch. Well, it, w- it started in syndication. That's why. Yeah. Uh, Disney Afternoon was syndicated, so. Yeah, and kids don't know when they're better. They're, so. Yeah. Um. So just to follow up on my, I I googled a little further. Uh, Big Bertha is in Super Mario Brothers. Uh. The Adventures of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't speak tonight. The Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3. Boss Bass or Big Bertha make appearances where they usually chase after Mario and his friends. They first appear in the Reptiles and the Rose Gardens chasing fish. 
They're in the Nintendo comic system. Bertha, a character influenced by Big Bertha species, plays a prominent role in Nintendo comic system stories. In her first appearance, Love Flounders, she falls in love with Frog Mario after being tricked by Stanley the Talking Fish. She eventually realizes Stanley is lying, but is consoled by Mario, who states he wants to be friends with Bertha, but not lovers. Bertha re- later reappears in Finn, Fins and Roses, and... Uh, this time dating Stanley, and she foils Wendy O. Koopa plans by knocking the Koopa's bomb back at her. I knew, like, as a kid, I had various valiant issues of Nintendo comic system, and I knew I had one with Big Bertha, and she fell in love with Mario. But I, for some reason, I was thinking that was... I was mistaking that for the Super Mario, Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3 series, but it was the comics. So, that's just a follow-up. And... Here is, well, I believe while we're on, uh, uh, well, it wouldn't have been. It might have been was it Big Bertha or what was uh what's her male counterparts? Uh, Boss Bass. Boss Bass. Uh, I think in the um, Link's Awakening, it, they're referred. To, oh yeah, uh, the yeah. big ones mm-hmm. are referred to as Boss Bass. It's yes, like a little Easter egg. Yes, it is. Yes. That is true. Um, all right, here is my fourth pick. So much to see, S-E-A. Uh, I get it. All-star Casey, Junior, Daphne, Tudor. <laughs> I was totally Tudor. And Dimmy. Actually, I was more Dimmy. But I was in love with me. I love me some Casey. I hated Junior. Fucking rich little cocksucker. <laughs> uh, you watch the Snorks. You talked about Snorks in the show before. Love the Snorks. They're fish, right? Uh, they're sea creatures. Right. Admittedly. Um, Hanna-Barbera produced this show in collaboration with 3M France for a total of four seasons consist- consistent, four seasons consisting of how many episodes, Squeezer? <laughs> 65. 65 episodes through four seasons, not one. For a total of 108 segments plus a pilot episode. Cause Why it was- is that the magic number? It's just cartoons, dude. Ran on NBC from September 1984 to March 1989 and then syndicated uh, from 87 to 89 as a futuristic, fantastic world of Hanna-Barbera. Um, they're a race of small, colorful, colorful anthropomorphic sea creatures that live happily in the undersea world of Snorkland. 
They have snorkels on their head, which they use to propel them. Swift. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. That's why they're called snorks. They're snorkels. But why would they need snorkels if they're always underwater? They're not above water. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. They have snorkels on their head, which uh, clearly I didn't read this ahead of time, which are used to propel them swiftly through the water. When a snork becomes excited, their tube makes a snork sound. They have much of the same technology as contemporary humans adapted to their own <coughs> aquatic environment. The snorks use clams as currency. Squeezer uses them as There's food. literally just money just lying around. Not for you. Oh, fair enough. Being the Auschwitz of clams. Jesus. Call back. <laughs> what a fun one. <laughs> Uh, according to Stork's backstory, which is was described in the show's worldwide first season in America opening theme, uh, a few ventured to the surface, which the Snorks believed is outer space, in 1634, and watched a Royal Navy ship of the Spanish Armada, be, Armada being attacked by pirates. The captain wound up in the water and was first contact between the species. And the Snorks saved his life, to which the captain then expressed his gratitude by writing down the encounter in his logbook. Although very few humans believe this existence of Snorks, since then, Snorks adopted several human habits, such as wearing clothes. I don't know where this comes from. Was that an episode? I don't know. Or is that some weird uh, fan fiction canon that the... I really don't know. I remember the Christmas episode because it aired cons- It aired like every Christmas and at Christmas in July on comedy. Uh, I'm sorry, not comedy. Cartoon Network because Hanna-Barbera was owned by Turner who owned Cartoon Network. So. Snorks Christmas special. Uh, list of Snorks episode. List of Sn- there was a Snorks Christmas episode. The Snorks Christmas Coloring Book. There's the Snorks Christmas Coloring Book, Susan. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. They definitely had a uh, Snorks Christmas. Why can't I fucking type Snorks Christmas? There's Snorks toys. Fuck, did you I think I had some of these. Yeah. Um They were in the same vein as like the uh the Smurfs one, or just a hard plastic uh mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Man, we're all just all stars. Actually we're all just fucking Dimmies wanting to be all stars, chasing our Casey's <laughs> or junior oh. or juniors, depending on <laughs> your taste. Oh, it was a uh, wow, Roy Rogers kids meal snorks. Ah, ah so yeah, they, they couldn't they couldn't land the happy meal. I'll let the Smurfs, but they got Roy Rogers. Hmm. What are we what are these going for? Sing along with the... Not a Snorlax. Go along with the squeeze. You looking on eBay? 
eBaying yeah. with the squeezer. Uh, no, I can only get them on Canadian eBay. You can get uh, a couple of them for a couple, two, three. I see forty nine ninety nine. The best, fi- the all fucking five, motherfucker. Yeah, uh, they're well sixty nine forty in Canadian dollars. If you have any of those laying around. Yeah, I think your uh, your Google Auto sent you to Google Canada. Because yeah, A becomes before O, so mine does does that too. But there's yeah. there's plushies. There's um there's Snorks All Star Double Trouble VHS tapes. There's two hundred dollars you can buy nineteen eighty three Snorky figure figurines snorkels. There's a lot of them. They really wanted to make this the next Smurfs. Right, it's Smurfs underwater. But they had two females this time. Ooh. Yeah. I guess the snorks need that to breed. Right. <laughs> they need their snorkels to breathe and their babes to breathe. Although Daphne could get it, man. She was voiced by Nancy Cartwright, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, there were a couple. I saw, uh, was it uh, Rip Taylor was... Uh, B.J. Ward voiced Cal- Casey, so there you go. Um, Junior was voiced by Barry Gordon. Junior was a dick. I like Tudor. Frank Welker did Tudor. All right, um, that's all I got on the Snorks. They're fish-ish. Mm-hmm. Sure. Here's Squeezer's last pick. Well, you, I'm. Oh, sorry. That's fair. What do you got? Yeah, well, my mine really aren't fish either, so okay. I figured if you can do snorks, I could do these guys. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. Star Wars stuff. Admiral Akbar, please. You can see here the Death Star orbiting the forest moon. At least of mine Endor. live underwater. Jesus Although Christ. the weapon systems on so this Death Star are not yet operational. The Death Star does have a strong defense mechanism. It is protected by an energy shield, which is generated from the nearby forest moon of Endor. The shield must be deactivated if any attack is to be attempted. Once the shield is down, our cruisers will create a perimeter while the fighters fly into the superstructure and attempt to knock out the main reactor. General Calrissian has volunteered to lead the fighter attack. Good luck. All right, Akbar. Shh. It's a trap. You almost stepped on that. Well, it was getting too long. I didn't know. No, you... it wasn't. It's the. <laughs> Greatest briefing in the history of movie <laughs> briefings ever, and I cut it down. Admiral Akbar, the Mon Calamari. It's it's not just Akbar, but it goes from Mon Mothma, Mothma to Akbar to General Maydeen, and the way they break it up, the pacing of it, and the structure of the briefing is perfect. <laughs> it it provides substance and body. It. it and this was um, a New Hope, right? Return of the Jedi. I was, was Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Uh, I, oh, man. I'm yeah, so... there's two Death Stars. Two Death Stars. All right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so the Mon Calamarians do not live underwater, do they? Yes, they do. They oh. absolutely do. Well, they if ne- you would have never... taken the time and energy to watch uh, the Clone Wars series, you would know that. Uh, okay, well, there it is. Yes. They're always shown uh, outside canon. of water um, in uh, things pe- uh, regular people watch. Yeah, they, they could... Uh, uh, yeah, well, you should... Uh, what the fuck is that? A uh, ladybug. Hello. Why are um, why are these creatures named after uh, fried mutilated parts of squid? Uh, <laughs> because um, so like you cut the they, the snorkel off a snork and slice it up and deep fry it and batter. That's what these guys are named after. Yeah. Um. Uh, where was it? A, a story about it. Um, so I guess they had a number of various um, prosthetics, different aliens that kind of <coughs> pick from. Um, let me see here. Good luck finding anything but fucking treating it like they but, actually exist on the internet. No, they they do. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. It's, it's Oh, creature artist Phil Tepet named the species yeah, was, after the calamari salad he ate for lunch one day. Yes, thank you. Okay. Told you it was Phil. <laughs> um Yeah, so George was like looking for like he saw this he goes, "That's Admiral Akbar." And that that's pretty much how they got their prominence. Yes, no. Uh, they are from the planet Moncala, which is underwater, and there's an entire uh saga that takes place uh there and there's also a lot of interpolitical issues and stuff them with the quarren which are another underwater species they're the ones uh that uh, i know the quarren they look like the fucking guy from the, uh the pirate movie yeah like they got the cthulhu looking thing going yeah on. yeah yeah like the pirates of the caribbean guy yeah 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 so they uh they they get along, but they don't. It's a thing. Uh, they got some... There's some fight scenes. It's pretty actually good episodes. Uh, and Admiral Akbar is in that as well as a young soldier, you know, back in the day. He was always fighting wars. Um, and then I think I realized why I really hate... Um, uh, what was the one in the middle of the new ones that I... That's the Last Jedi. Repulsive. Last Jedi, yeah. Um how unceremoniously and needlessly he was killed off. Well, yeah, I guess that's it right. Was, I... Talk about a waste of a character. I'm not saying he didn't have to die, but you could have done something with it. Like, it wasn't even mentioned. It wasn't until I left the theater and that's it occurred to me, like, days later, like, oh, wait, Admiral Akbar was on the bridge? Didn't even bother to, like, show it. It was just uh, like a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. Like he should have had some credible debt, some value to it. But no, nothing. He couldn't even have killed off Leia, right? But, yeah. Anywho, I, in my head canon, which, you know, I'm just going to keep going with my head canon. He's still kicking it. Yeah. But yeah, they're a fun. I, it doesn't make sense why. This uh, squid species somehow, which and I get that. I get they're squid. Okay, they're not fish. If you want to argue, 
you know, argue with me, fine. But I, I had the feeling, as much as we love doing these animal shows, and we got a bear one coming up next, it is going to be some time before we get to the cephalopod show. Okay. So I figured it was only fair to kind of bring them into the fish show. I, I hope everyone is okay with that. I don't want to, you know, upset too many people. I'm sure there's some, you know, marine biologists like losing their mind right now listening to this show, um, arguing that, you know, pulling Akbar golf balls out of the blowholes of whales. Yep. Yeah. You on your your sea wolf or whatever the hell it is, fighting a good fight. Sea wolf. I think it's is it the Sea Wolf, whatever, whichever that uh, Greenpeace boat is that goes oh, around. They make God, a TV show know. out of it. I don't know, uh, but yeah, love me some Mon like Calamari. Airwolf. I love me some Calamari. I love their wolf. That's good. Helicopter. It's got a brain. Uh, calamari is delicious. There's too. always a fjord or a canal. <laughs> it's a fjord. Oh, there's every uh -uh. week. There's a canal. Night boat. <laughs> Night boat. All right. Uh, my last fish pick. Here it is. Oh, well, I should pot up the cart, shouldn't I? I love the fishes because they're so delicious. Because moms know Pepperidge Farm goldfish crackers are baked, not fried like most chips. And they're cheesy, not sugary like sweet snacks. I love the fishes because they're so delicious. Gone goldfishing. Gone goldfishing. Goldfish. It's one snack that's okay to get hooked on. So all I knew is I like goldfish. Um, so I looked them up on Wikipedia. And goldfish are fish-shaped cracker with a small imprint of an eye and a smile, which they didn't used to have. Manufactured by Pepperidge Farm, which is a division of Campbell Soup Company Squeezer. The brand's current marketing and product packaging incorporated this feature of the product. The snack that smiles back. Goldfish crackers were originally invented by Oscar J. Cambly, a Swiss biscuit manufacturer, Cambly, in 1958 to celebrate his wife, who was a Pisces. Pepperidge Farm founder Margaret Rudkin introduced goldfish crackers to the United States in 1962 after having tried them while on vacation in Switzerland. In 1997, the smiley face was added to the goldfish, appearing on approximately 40% of the crackers. Um, my parents used to always get the uh, pretzel ones. We always had pretzel ones for some reason, more so than... Um, the regular ones, but uh, there's uh, apparently goldfish all across the world, but uh, in popular culture, Julia Childs like goldfish crackers so much that on Thanksgiving, she often put out a bowl alongside her famous reverse martini, whatever that means. In season one of episode nine of the West Wing, character Donnie Concanon gives C.J. Craig... Danny. Danny Kincannon gives C.J. Craig a pet goldfish after misunderstanding a comment about C.J.'s affinity for the crackers. Yes. And then they strike up a relationship. It was a conflict of interest. She was press secretary. He was a reporter. I use it against her then, too, because that's when they find out that they took down uh, uh, the plane and they 
recommended an assassination plot. Hmm. I like goldfish. When I was a kid, I used to eat them and like crack them in half with my teeth. Yes. Because they're like, like a bubbled. Fish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, cheeses were good. Cheese nips were good, but goldfish were the king. If you had goldfish, that was. Yeah. I, st- I still like me some goldfish. And they're 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 a go to around the house. They're a staple here. And they come in the big like gallon size box now. Yeah. Well, Pepperidge Farm started now. It's owned by Campbell's, but it started as a, a like a commercial bakery, um, in Connecticut, Illinois, and Pennsylvania. So well, growing up, like Pepperidge Farm was like everywhere, and it was like the mm-hmm. fancy snack, like Milano cookies, um. Yeah, well, there was the one down on Sumner, right? Yes. Well, that's yeah. the, it was the that was Jenny's gift basket in Pepperidge Farm Outlet. Oh, gotcha. Yes. I just, we, I just you know it was Pepperidge Farm. It was off Roth Avenue, though. It was, it was right before Roth turned into Sumner. Yeah, at the bottom of the hill there. By yes. The, by the middle school. Yep. The, the I think it's a pizza place now, and Jenny's Something. gift baskets over by the hospital now on Seventeenth Street. But oh, they're still kicking. Yeah, I just bought. Um, not to be grim, but a giant gift basket with tons of Pepperidge Farm stuff for the hospice nurses and volunteers. Oh, that's very nice of you. Um, mm-hmm. Well, they were wonderful. Yeah, you got to take care of them. We did too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they used to have the the outlet and the Jenny's gift baskets right there on Roth and Sumner. Yes. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. I love goldfish. They're great cookie crackers and um i still eat them we still have bags of them in the house yeah you can't you just grab a big handful and you go pepperidge farm has um you know their chess cookies Mm. they're like they have chess pieces on them oh yeah yeah like they're the uh what if they were girl scout cookies they'd be like the 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 shortbread yeah shortbread well, yeah. this year they released a nog, a, a eggnog flavored version. So we, I have a bag. They're downstairs. I haven't tried them yet. Hmm. They're new this year, and they also have a uh, a crossover with Elf, um, goldfish. Their maple graham cracker goldfish with uh, Elf pieces in them mixed in, like oh, maple isn't syrup. That fun. Yeah. yeah. We get the. Uh, the the worst though is they, uh, well, we got a lot of like, they're goldfish, but they might be like, you know, princess shaped or something. Mm-hmm. Or, or we get the rainbow colored ones, uh, cause you know, they love rainbows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm a traditionalist. Yeah. I just like, I, the old bay season ones are really good. Have you had those? No, have not really. Yes. The Frank's red hot ones are really good. They're both special edition ones. And um, they have like a lar- an extra large goldfish that are jalapeno popper flavor, and they're delicious. Ooh, that I can go with. Yeah. Where do I find these? I got them all at Wegmans, so or Target, so either or. Uh, 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 but the I'm, the Old I'm Bay ones, those places most of the time. Old Bay ones were delicious. Hmm, interesting. That's it. That's our show. We're done. It's the fish show. It's a fish show. It's official fish show. Ah, oh, I see what you did there. Wordplay. Oh, I played the wrong 
<laughs> I played the Halloween music there. So that's live rockin' radio, kids. You never know. It's like like fucking what's his name? Who's the Forrest Andy Scott. Rooney? You never, you never know what you're gonna get. We'll be back next week where we're talking about childhood uh, guilty pleasures part two. Hmm. And we're I'm gonna have to listen to part one because it's the just. I don't know. What's the synopsis of guilty pleasure? Like, uh, like I'm ashamed of it now, or I was ashamed of it. I'm then, but I'm still ashamed did. of nothing now, so. I... Uh, fair enough. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I don't know, but we'll have to go back and listen and see what the hell we were talking about because I saw <laughs> it and I know didn't see we didn't do a sequel and I picked it. So. But we'll be back with that next week on the Radio's podcast. I'm RK, and I'm Squeezer. Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm.